Back in February, standing here in Pelche Hall, in front of an English 101 class, much like your own, I made a joke. I said, as I closed a door, I just saved your life. There was somebody that was coughing out in the hall, and I joked around that closing the door kept us from catching the virus. Little did I know that three weeks later, on March 13th, I said goodbye to those students who I never saw in person again. I continued to see them through the Zoom interface. Across the state of Louisiana, things started to shut down in March. Louisiana is a place that depends on in-person and intimate experiences as part of its allure, not to mention tightly packed crowds. The New Orleans food and wine experience canceled. Uku Fest canceled. The French Quarter Fest canceled. The Zurich Classic canceled. Festival International canceled. Jazz Fest canceled. Essence Fest canceled. Every year in August, despite the heat and the humidity, people pour into Louisiana to spend their vacations here. This year they didn't come. The shutting down has made a huge impact on people's lives. This is a short podcast about four people who lost their jobs in Louisiana's hospitality industry. The losses cut across age groups, but whatever the age, people's livelihoods have dried up. I began by speaking with Janine, a veteran server of the French Quarter. Let me get to it. So how old are you? I'm 47. 47, okay. And um, what kind of hospitality operation do you work at? And you don't need to say the name, obviously. Um, I work at a very busy restaurant bar in the French Quarter. I am server bartender. So you're a bartender in the French Quarter, and how many years have server. you? I'm mostly a server. Server. Also bartender. Um, I've been at my current job for 18 years. I um, yeah, I've been in, I've been there for 18 years. It's a I've long time. Other service service jobs before that. Like, is it a yeah. termination or a layoff? So you're laid it's off. A layoff right now. Um, it was March 15th. Yep. That I worked my last shift and that is crazy. the same as my husband. I have a feeling that date is going to come up a lot. <laughs> yeah, because it was right before everything, you know, it was like chaotic. It was a Sunday and I worked and I knew it was going to be my last shift for a while because I knew what was coming. Was it clear yeah. to you um, from the managerial side of things what was happening or did the message yeah. sort of change? I, I mean, I'm a, I'm the type of person that's like on top of the news and current events and I read a lot and I'm kind of like a news junkie obsessed with whatever's going on. So I knew what was going on. I feel like more than anyone else, aside from maybe a couple other coworkers, what was going on. And I, I was like, you know, business, I mean, people kind of knew there was a buzz in the air of like, oh my God, but you know, one of my managers came in and I was like, you know, they're going to shut us down, right? And he's like, I should hope not. And I'm like, oh, they are. Yeah. Um, and he talked about like gloves and we'll start wearing gloves. And I'm like, what's that going to do? I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it's over. The next person I spoke with was John. John has worked for over 10 years as a concierge 
in the French Quarter. He helps people find restaurants to eat at and things to do in Louisiana. So obviously this job came to a halt. Was it a layoff or a termination? Was it clear? Did the message change? Nothing was really clear at the time. Uh, We just knew that there was no business and they were sending everybody home. That's what we were told, we're sending people home. It wasn't until several months later that we got informed that it's, for all intents and purposes, a termination because there's just no, uh, there's no business and the hotel can't reopen right now. Do you see anything right now that among your friends or colleagues, former co-workers, that shows that it's a rough situation? Um, I've kept in touch with a few people. Um, Several of them have left the industry altogether, and they're trying to make it, trying to make it in other jobs. Um, Undertaker. <laughs> true. Uh, some people have given up. Some people are waiting. Some people, you know, use their savings. Whatever. I mean, it's all over the place. Everybody's situation is different. As John said, everybody's situation is different. The third person I spoke with, Jill, she's the person who actually has to do some of the laying off. Hello? Hi, is this Jill? Yeah, hi. Hi, this is Robin. How are you? Good, how are you doing? Good, good. Can can I ask you how old you are? I am 53. Okay. And what kind of hospitality, hospitality operation did you work at? And you don't need to tell me the name. That's okay. So I own a destination management company. Um, the a destination management company, do you want me to go into detail about what Yeah, it like where it okay. is and what yeah, it does. Sure. So I own a destination management Jill, you cut out a little bit? No, I'm crying. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I know. Well, the one thing that people keep saying is it's so hard. It's so hard. So I own a destination management company, which is um, we plan tours and events and meeting management um, for, you know, people coming into the city. So it's corporations only. Mm-hmm. I had eight people working for me, full time, professionals, college Oh my degrees. god! Yeah. And I owned my company since nineteen ninety eight. Oh my gosh! So, Twenty two years. Is there anything you want people to know about tourism, hospitality, the industry, the pandemic? I, I think that. People don't realize that we are professionals and that we make good money and we're not all, not not that there's anything wrong with it, but bartenders and waiters um, are one aspect of it, but there's a whole other aspect. There's printers, there's uh, sound techs and sound engineers and rental companies and linen companies and florists and all these other elements not just bars and restaurants. And yeah. I think a lot of times we get plugged into bars and restaurants, which again, we love them and they are the 
the life of us too, because that's what draws people to New Orleans, is our restaurants, but there are so many other right. ancillary businesses that are there to support it. My company is just, we're like architects of programs. So we pull in all these vendors to make events happen. Finally, I spoke to a Nichols student, Sarah, and in re-listening to her words, I realized it didn't matter. It didn't matter if you were full-time or part-time, laid off or laying off. We all just wish that we could close the door on the coronavirus and open up the restaurants, hotels, plantations, events, and festivals. What kind of hospitality operation did you work at? I worked at a hospitality slash tourism plantation where like guests can spend the night and then also visit our grounds. And where is it located? Um, it's located in Vashtree on the famous River Road. And how many years had you worked there? I worked there for about two and a half years. And when did they let you go? I was let go July 26. It was a clear layoff, but she said as soon as the business would pick up again, she would call to see if she could hire me back if I'd still like the job. She said it was a layoff, and that was clear. That's great. Okay, did you earn any benefits? I didn't earn any benefits. I worked part-time there, but I would like to say that the place itself was really a benefit. I really enjoyed working there, and they would often bring in treats and treated their employees really well, which is not something that most part-time employees would say. That is a benefit to have <laughs> food yeah. and drink offered. Um, you didn't get the unemployment benefit, which was an extra $600. Um, I'm getting extra now. Initially, since they laid me off so late, it was right at the $600 cutoff. Ugh. But now um, the government like reinitiated something where I'm going to be getting $300. And I got that last week. And so what are your thoughts about the benefit situation? Um, It's nice. I think it's really helpful. There's a lot of people on unemployment. And then now with the hurricane hitting too in areas like Lake Charles and Alexandria, I'm sure there's even more people out of work. So um, I think it's good to help the people right now because, I mean, it doesn't look like COVID's going away. So I don't think things like this should go away either. Do you expect to go back once, and yeah, it's true, we don't know if COVID's gonna go away anytime soon. Do you think though that you will go back to that particular venue? I would really like to. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna go back for as many hours because I do plan on searching for other employment. So maybe as like a every other weekend type worker going back. Um, Right now, the business is kind of suffering, though, because, I mean, especially in tourism, August and July really aren't the best because it's so hot in Louisiana. Most tourists don't want to come down here, and then especially since we just got hit by a hurricane, too, that's going to mean less business going there. So, I mean, it might not be until mid-2021 that I'd get offered back the job. management ever tell you that, you know, you might get offered back your job? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my boss was pretty clear with everything. Um, you could tell that she really cared about everyone. You know, people had been working there for 20 years that she had to lay off. So we kind of all became a family in a sense since it's such a small business. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you would like people to know about coronavirus, being unemployed from hospitality, and just the situation that 
Louisiana is in, being very dependent on hospitality. I think the best thing for everyone to do is try to keep up hope. I mean, we got through Katrina and we got through a lot of other travesties. And maybe not to paint 2020 as something happening right after the other. I feel like, oh, a hurricane just happened. Now what? Now what? So if you're anticipating something bad's going to happen, it's going to happen. <laughs> so I think instead of looking at, looking at it as like a horrible year, we can look at it to show like the perseverance of people and how much we can get through together as a society and look at it as more of a maybe mountain that we have to climb. <laughs> It's a good analogy, because in Louisiana, we're not really used to climbing mountains. Yeah. <laughs> I tease Sarah that we don't have mountains in Louisiana. We do have disasters. We know disasters. While it is tempting to compare and contrast disasters, I'm not going to compare any of them. I will just conclude by saying that people in the hospitality industry will remember this one. As particularly difficult.